Hello and welcome to Cinema Chat. Cinema Chat is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And uh, today we are going to talk about a movie called um, Prisoner of Second Avenue. Um, somewhat of a hidden gem. Um, I wouldn't really call it that hidden, but um, it's not so it's not a movie people think of when they think of all their favorites but um but it, it's a it's a really good movie and it's a little bit of a little bit of a black comedy from 1975 and uh we're going to talk about uh, uh the the direction uh, the the writing and uh, the actors and and maybe play a few clips along the way and uh, well, again, it came out in 1975. It was directed by Melvin Frank, and it was uh, a Neil Simon play before it became a movie. And so, this is starring uh, Jack Lemmon, and we of course talked a lot about Jack Lemmon with uh, the Odd Couple a few months back, and when we talked about that we mentioned that that was also a neil simon play so but jack lemon plays um a man named mel edison and mel's a guy that just can't buy a break and he has everything happening to him uh, loses his job and and but anyway he lives in a busy apartment building in new york and isn't real pleased uh, with it. It's this city. Now listen. You listen to this. Two o'clock in the morning, one car is driving around in Jackson Heights. We can hear it. Fourteen stories up, I hear the subway better than I hear it in the subway. We're like some kind of an antenna here. All the sound comes up through this apartment and then out to the city. We've lived here for six years. It never bothered you before. Well, at first, I don't know why. Now I'm getting older, more sensitive to sounds and all. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, you believe it's still going on next door? What's going on? What, are you trying to be funny? You don't hear that? You must be deaf. I must be deaf. I don't hear a thing. Well, listen, for God's sake. You don't hear the beep, beep, beat of the tom-tom as the jungle shadows fall on the tick-tick-tock of the stately clock as it stands against the wall. No, you're great. You don't hear that? Not when you're talking or singing or whatever it is you're doing, I don't. It's those two German airline hostesses. Every night they got somebody else in there. Two hockey players, two basketball, whatever team's in town. Win or lose. Nobody loses when they wind up in there, right? So Jack Lemon plays Mel, and, and he's really in a bad way, really frustrated with life. And Anne Bancroft plays his very patient wife. And then tell them about the toilet that never stops flushing. That's flushing if you jiggle it. Why should I have to jiggle it? With the money that I'm paying around here, do I have to stand over a toilet in the middle of the night and jiggle every time I go to the bathroom? When you get back into bed, tell me and I'll jiggle it. So, I don't like, uh, I don't like toilets. You have to jiggle it either. But anyway, um, yeah, Ann Bancroft plays uh, Edna Edison and she is watching her, her poor husband Mel just crack up right in front of her eyes. But 
it goes on and he gets more and more angry yelling at the neighbors and then yelling outside and then and you reserve the right to complain, to protest. If you give up that right, then you cease to exist. Now, I protest against stinking garbage and jiggling toilets. And barking dogs. Now, shut up! You're going to stand here and yell at the dog because if you are, I'm going to go to sleep. Well, how are you going to sleep with a dog screaming like that? Hey, keep that dog quiet down there, right? There's human beings sleeping up here. Praise the almighty. Mel's losing it big time. As he yells at the neighbor's dog, the other neighbor wants to yell back and say, Hey, shut up down there. There are children up here. And that's not the only neighbor complaint. Who could that be? What? Okay. Hello. Yes. The... Yeah, this is apartment 14A. What about it? What? <laughs> I'm keeping you awake. Well, who the hell do you think got me up to get you up in the first place? What? Don't tell me you've got a plane to Stuttgart in the morning. You I'll talk as loud as I want. This isn't some kind of submarine, you know. I'm a regular American paying tenant. Shh. Shh. You want a bang on the wall? You'll get a bang right back. Bang on the wall, I want you to bang back. Oh, Mel, what are you starting in for? Will you bang back? It's 2.30. Leave them alone. They'll go to sleep. Will you bang back? If I bang back, they're only going to bang back to Will you bang back? I'll bang. I'll right. bang. All right. Bang back. Bang back. Bang back. Bang. Bang back. Yeah, that was the neighbors, the flight attendants next door that were making so much racket and bothering him. And now they're calling him to say he's bothering them. Oh my goodness. But well, Anyway, he goes back. He goes to work the next day, um, and finds out his boss got fired. And the next thing he knows, he's gotten fired. Um, cutbacks at work. Then poor Mel has to endure going to visit his brother's house, and his brother is very well off, um, and has a an, a huge estate with a humongous swimming pool and he's super proud of it well and finally we have this we've been robbed what do you mean robbed 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 what does robbed mean they come in they take things out you had them now they got them they used to be yours now they're theirs we've been robbed I don't understand. You mean someone walked in here and robbed us? What do you think? They called up and made an appointment? We've been robbed! Calm down. Take it easy. I'm asking one simple question. What happened? What did they get? I don't know yet. I was out shopping. I was only gone five 
five minutes I came back, I found it like this. gone five minutes. Will you look at this place? Five minutes! That's all I was gone. Well, it took the seven Santini brothers two days to move everything in here. How could a couple of junkies move it all out in five minutes? So, yeah, they were robbed, and eventually he, Mel f figures out all of his suit jackets are gone, and and he and then he says, well, all we have to do is, uh, all the police have to do is look for three guys that uh, are dressed just like me. <laughs> but it, it, this movie, it depicts, uh, it, it's a bit melodramatic at times, uh, but it's so... Uh, well acted by the leads and it and it depicts city life i guess particularly new york city life in um kind of a somewhat negative way but it was written by neil simon who lived in new york city literally all of his life so um so it was uh, something that he wasn't uh, just uh being uh, i don't know in a way that saying he hates New York, he was just picking out the the negative negative things about living in the city and about living in New York uh, in the 70s. And, and like I said, it's a, it, is a, it is melodramatic, and Jack Lemmon plays uh, melodramatic roles pretty well. Um, I, oh, and I don't want to forget mentioning that in this movie, later in the, in the film... It doesn't translate well to audio, and, but later in the film, uh, Jack Lemmon uh, gets pickpocketed by, of all people, Sylvester Stallone, and this is his first appearance in uh, a movie, Sylvester Stallone, that is, um, and he, <laughs> he chases Sylvester Stallone down and gets his wallet back, only to go, go home and realize that 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 he didn't actually steal his wallet back. He stole Sylvester Stallone's wallet. And so he realizes that he mugged someone. Uh, so he's guilty of the things that uh, he is so upset about. But I didn't want to forget mentioning Sylvester Stallone. It's um, a pretty great part. Well, and this. Bastards! You dirty, rotten bastards! Shut up down there! We got children up here! Don't yell at me! They took everything! Everything! Left me with a goddamn pair of khaki pants and a golf hat! There are children up here! Are you drunk or something? Drunk? Drunk on what? They took a liquor! You're worried about your children? Lock them in a closet, but don't tell me you got children up there. Don't you have any respect for anybody else? Respect? Yes, I've got respect for my ass! That's what I got respect for. It's all anybody respects. Respect my ass. Yep, the neighbor from upstairs, after he finally cracks up, the neighbor from upstairs saying, there are children up here. And I wish I could do that exact voice. But anyway, <laughs> there are children. I'm, I laugh so hard because... That has been a line oh, that has been a thing between my family and me for many, many years. We watched this movie decades ago, and and we always say there are children up here when people lose their temper. So it's uh, it's just such a fun, fun line to watch the look on the guy's face. 
too. There are children up here. So indignant. Like, he's never had a bad day. But, anyway. <laughs> he ends up getting splashed after all that. So, that's the little noise that you may or may not have heard. He gets splashed with a bucket of water. And now Mel just looks defeated at this point. And luckily his wife is very patient. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about uh, the movie, how it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a fun movie, but it's also serious. And it really does, does depict life, life in the city, life in general. And we, he, you know, Mel's reached a point where he's uh, a little bit past, um, you know, kind of on the back nine kind of thing, a little bit past, or in the middle age, uh, middle age range, a little bit right into that. And it kind of just shows uh, how people would really crack up if they lost their job when they're deep in their 40s. You know, what are you going to do kind of thing. And, yeah, so it does have some serious moments. Uh, but let's talk about the cast a little bit. And, I, of course, Jack Lemmon is the star of the movie. And, yes, I am partial to Jack Lemmon. And you may notice a common denominator. I have um, a lot of Jack Lemmon movies that I really enjoy and a lot of Gene Wilder movies that I really enjoy. And maybe it's because I watch some of those movies as... As a kid, I know, I, I know that's probably part of it. But Jack Lemmon had uh, 99 credits to his name um, before he died in 2001, and no one played the 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 burnout neurotic uh, character better than Jack Lemmon. But that's not all he could play. He had lots of different types uh, that he he played. But he was a wonderful uh, professional actor as well. I may have stated before on the on this podcast when we were talking about Jack Lemon in the apartment. Uh, we we talked about the apartment several months back. Of uh, the movie directed by Gene Wilder, Academy Award winning movie directed by Gene Wilder. I I may have mentioned that Billy Wilder had commented at one time saying that that happiness is working with Jack Lemon. So a very professional actor. And Bancroft delivers a great performance and in the wor real world and Bancroft was married to Mel Brooks for 41 years uh, till her death in 2005. And Bancroft is of course probably best known for her role as the uh, teacher to Helen Keller in The Miracle Worker in 1962, which she won an Academy Award for. And also, uh, she's extremely well known for her role as Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate. Uh, she also won a Tony. Uh, Gene Sachs uh, plays a small role as Mel's brother, uh, Harry, in the, in the movie. And he directed uh, Lemon and, and Walter Matthau in The Odd Couple, which we talked about some time ago. And Gene Sachs had uh, 37 directorial, uh, uh, directorial slash 
acting credits. Um, he was kind of did both. Um, he died in 2015. Uh, we also see Elizabeth Wilson in the movie, and um, and she also appeared in The Graduate with Anne Bancroft. Uh, Wilson probably is best known for playing the brown nosy Roz in 9 to 5. And that may be a future podcast, by the way. Subject, uh, sh- uh, Elizabeth Wilson died in, in 2015, and she was 94 years old. Uh, a. Emmett Walsh uh, appears in, in the movie in a couple of scenes. Um, he has a just a marvelous character actor that has 224 credits. It's unbelievable. Been in everything the last 40 years or 50 years. Um, he is 84 years old now, and um, I have to admit that the thing that I first think of when I hear, think of of a. M. Emmett Walsh, I think of um, him as the <laughs> supposed can-hating guy in The Jerk. He hates these cans. That uh, he appeared in that a few years later in 1979. And this movie was uh, 1975. The Prisoner of Second Avenue, that is. And The Jerk is probably also a future podcast subject. Okay, and now I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Uh, I want you to look for John Ritter in an elevator scene. I have been told that he is in this movie. I do not see John Ritter in the movie. Um, I do not think he's the guy with the mustache. Uh, But (laughs) let me know if you see John Ritter. Because he supposedly has appeared in... Has, has an appearance in the film. Um, no dialogue. Uh, Melvin Frank directed the the movie Prisoner of Second Avenue. He had 17 credits as a director. And, you know, if you think, well, what else did Melvin Frank do? Well, well, he did a lot of movies. He directed a lot of movies. He worked with um, famous people like Cloris Leachman, Christopher Lloyd, George Siegel... Paul Servino, uh, Phil Silvers, Peter Lawford, Lee Grant, Telly Savalas, Shelley Winters, uh, Gig Young, Bob Hope, Lucille Ball, Danny Kaye, Robert Taylor, Fred McMurray. Lots of names. Um, He died in 1988, and he was 73. Uh, perhaps the, the best thing about The Prisoner of Second Avenue is something we haven't come across yet. And that would be the music. Uh, it uh, features uh, the, brilliant, uh, the brilliant writing of Marvin Hamlish. And Marvin Hamlish died in 2012 at age 68. But that wasn't before he became one of the only 15 people so far that are EGOT people. And, and if you don't know what an EGOT is, then uh, then it is somebody that won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award. Only 15 people have done it. And Marvin Hamlish is one of them. And his music was, um, I, I think, perhaps just the, just the best aspect of this movie. It was well-written, and perfectly placed in the movie. 
Well, and I, I originally intended on discussing two Jack Lemmon movies at the same time from the 70s, and the other one being the out-of-towners. I decided to save that for our future podcast, um, but I hope that you've enjoyed uh, listening to me talk about The Prisoner of Second Avenue. It is a fun movie, and, and it is not um, in the same vein as a lot of the other films that I've discussed on this podcast. It's not quite um, one of those movies that everybody anybody thinks about when, oh, that's really one of the great movies. Um, and, and the movie didn't really get that many wonderful reviews at the time. Um, but it's looked upon more fondly in retrospect. It's one of those movies that um, needed a second look from some of the critics. And it indeed has better reviews lately uh, than it did when it first came out. Uh, but I decided to put off the out-of-towners for another time and maybe just some time down the road. Um, that's one that I definitely recommend, the out-of-towners. And it is somewhat similar, but it's different enough where I want to make it a, its own uh, own subject But at some point. So, uh, well, this is uh, Cinema Chat. I am David Heath, and... Cinema Chat is the podcast where we talk about the movies and the people that made them. And the six o'clock report. Heavy snow warnings have been posted along the eastern seaboard tonight. And here in New York, a record 33 inches have been forecast. Snow plows were ordered out on the streets and city residents were asked to get out their shovels in a joint effort to show how New Yorkers can live together and work together in a common cause.